0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson here, my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. And guess what? Guess who's going to the World Series? Yes. The Cleveland Indians. All right. What a good way to start off a fantasy football show than talking about baseball.
1: I know. Kind of weird, but uh, congratulations, guys.
0: Yeah. Suck it, nerds. Mm-hmm. Our teams go in the World Series. First time since 1997. Yeah. That was 19 years ago.
1: I yeah. was in high school. As I was going say, I was, yeah. I was, I was at my part. friend's
0: house. Uh, Jose Mesa came in. We were all talking about going to the airport. We were all ready to go. Uh, and then we lost, and we cried
1: like little bitches. Hey, man. I didn't really cry, but I back, was very depressed. Back then, we took it really hard.
0: It was rough, but yeah. we were going. 2016 could be the greatest year of my entire life because the Cavs won a championship. Now the Indians have a chance to win the championship. The Browns are going to win the first pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> we're going to be winners. Exactly. And I don't think I mentioned this, too. I think uh, I think you and I are going to try and go to the NFL draft this year.
1: We're going to try to do that.
0: So if anybody lives in the Philadelphia area or... They will be going to the NFL Draft. I think Matt and I uh, will be there. I'm in the current works of trying to like use my ESPN gig to try and get us some like interviews for the podcast. That would be amazing. Uh, I think I might be able to get a press pass. Sweet. And I'd be like, hey, L- Leonard Fournette, come here. <laughs> Rich, DynastyNerds.com. Hey, how do you feel coming to the league? Now, last year, Rich, uh, that's me, by the way, uh, Rich Dotson, DynastyNerds.com. I know you've heard of us, but I came into this saying, hey, Ezekiel Elliott, who was, came out last year, I know you know him, he's a stud, uh, was going to be the number one Dynasty Fantasy running back before he ever took a snap. Where do you think you are coming into this, Leonard?
1: And he'll be like, oh, uh, just right behind him. Yeah, did you not just see
0: I got drafted by? Blank. The New York Jets? Oh, yeah. They need a whole bunch of stuff.
1: I mean, there's I a, a bunch the of people that, that, that need running backs. I feel like this is going to be a good year.
0: Yeah, but that'd be pretty coming cool up. though, right? In this That's- draft class. Talk to some rookies, talk to some guys like, you know, Mike Williams, Corey Davis, Juju Smith, Leonard Fournette.
1: Get to know these names, good people. Job.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting yeah. draft class. Yeah. Um so this week, uh I know it's late and I know that the the podcast is coming out a day later because of the Cleveland Indians. Uh so it's probably gonna be a little bit shorter of a podcast. Right, than normal.
1: Get through some things here and uh and get out.
0: I know you can't tell by the sound of my voice, but I am super, super tired.
1: We're both running on fumes, basically. hmm
0: These six-day, seven-day work weeks are really starting to catch up to me. Right on. But, you know, life goes on. Indeed. And we still podcast. So, uh, well, let's get some news, some notes. Right on. on. What's going on here in the dynasty world of fantasy football. the biggest news that, you know, all the hubbub is going around is
1: Nile Davis. Niall Davis. Nile Davis. Nile Davis got traded Ooh. this week. Yeah. Green Someone's Bay, pa- saying, Green Bay I Packers, I think, yeah, conditional like seventh round pick or something in yeah. two years. It was like something, something really, really low.
0: They called the Chiefs and are like, "Yes, we want Nile Davis." And they're like, "Mrs. Davis, we told you. We know you love your son, but stop." It. He's like, "No, no, this is really Green <laughs> this Bay. This is all actually, right, Mrs. Davis. This is actually Ted Thompson. I swear. <laughs> I swear this is Ted. <laughs> well, you sound just like Mrs. Davis. So um, yeah,
1: so that's kind of like the big, the big news. But I mean, to me, it's it doesn't. I mean, obviously, Nyle Davis is. His value went up, you know, going to Green Bay. But it, what it says to me is they're they're really not sure about Eddie Lacy. And obviously with, with uh, James Starks going down for a while, they needed to do something. They didn't really even have another running back on the roster. He's
0: the only healthy running back on the roster. Yeah. Um. But for me, I know, like, cause I know somebody, I, I know Tim and I were talking last night on Twitter about it, too. Somebody was asking us, hey, who do you want? I'm like, I don't want anything to do with Now Davis. You know, or is 3.3, you know career average he's just he's just he's never even averaged over 3.3 3 yards i i
1: mean I, I understand that uh the production hasn't been great but he you have to realize he has an athletic freak
0: I he's mean, very ath- yes i will say he's athletic
1: so i mean but, but he
0: is like a line dancer behind that line like he just him hitting a hole
1: is like if I'm he gets not, the I'm if he gets the volume it. there though in in green bay he has another gear that that fat eddie doesn't have well So he may be able to break some runs and stuff like that. That's any running
0: back that gets the volume. I mean that's his like short term value. Yes. He
1: has short short term value value because he's gonna be the only guy. I mean, they're most likely they're gonna bring up Don Jackson from their practice squad. And that's another guy that they're gonna probably mix in a little bit. More like Tito Jackson. Right. I mean, but who I mean Who's, I mean... If Ty not, Montgomery, Randall Cobb. Right, so, I mean, it's a Thursday night game, so this, it's, it's going to be even a, worse. It's going to be a really rough week, basically, for this whole situation. Um, for me, I mean, Ty, Ty, I was a little bit excited for Ty Montgomery, and then they traded for Nile Davis, and, you know, they're talking about bringing Don Jackson up. To me, this is just going to be, like, one of those situations I want to completely avoid.
0: Yeah, just stay just clear.
1: Due to it being, like, a Thursday night game, which are normally crappy to begin with, and then all these, this just, it's a very cloudy situation, you know. He, who knows? One of these guys might have a great game, but yeah. picking which one of the three is going to be kind of tough.
0: Yeah, it's, like, just pretty much in, like, Josh Gordon's uh, relaxed room right now. You just can't see anything. It's just too cloudy. <laughs> too cloudy in there. Too man. mystifying. Do you think the phone call went a little something like, hey, it's Ted Thompson. I'm going to give you, yes. <laughs> yes. I'll take it. You had me at give you. Yep. I was going to give you a high five. Sold!
1: So I'll take a high Sold. five for now, Davis.
0: Obviously, you're on the phone, but you didn't know. Obviously, I'm wearing my Dynasty Nerd t-shirt. But, yes, I'll take the high five <laughs> as well. Uh, all the way out there. So, yeah, I mean, so you're not going to go trade for now, Davis. Uh, if you have now, Davis, obviously, this is prime time. You know, maybe somebody's desperate for her back. I would take anything for now, Davis. now, right If somebody offered me, if I can get a 2017 uh, fourth-round pick for now, Davis, I would attempt to do a, a somersault.
1: I would love to see you do a somersault because I, I know your athletic prowess.
0: I did a somersault last year, and I thought I was going to die.
1: I know, like it hurt. I like, know that's why I'd pay money to see you do it again.
0: Like I remember somersaults being easy to do, and like they weren't like they're like, yeah, I'm doing a somersault. I'm, like, I'm gonna do two somersaults in a row. Look at me go! I'm pretty much like a rolling ball and now. It's like <laughs> I do one. And I'm like, oh my good, did I just break my neck, my hip, and my back?
1: You got to limber up before that nowadays.
0: Oh my goodness! If you're <laughs> older than eight, if you're above thirty, and you don't, uh. I don't know. Move a lot, I guess. I don't know. I move a lot, but I'm just saying. If you're
1: not into yoga and tumbling. Better yet,
0: yeah. If you don't do Pilates or yoga, do a somersault tomorrow. All right? Then tweet at me how you feel. (laughs) Hashtag Dynasty Somersaults. It's going to be terrible. I just want to know how you feel. Because I did one, like I did it, again, this was like almost a year ago and it scarred me cuz now I'd be scared to do another one. Right.
1: I, I could see the fear in your eyes from here.
0: And it was not even like something like when you're a kid you're like yeah you're running, you're running full blown and then you just go right to the summer full- salt you're like a ninja out there you know like I'm a young ninja and then now I like I'm doing it I'm like no that's not good no that's not good like how do I do this? I know I just roll forward. <laughs> oh god. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. it. Um, all right so back to
1: the re- back to the show.
0: <laughs> and we're back <laughs> Hashtag #dynasty Somersault. Um Injuries, there's some other people got hurt. Dwayne Allen, because we were just talking about Eddie Lacy. Oh, but yeah, Nile Davis, take what you, two, 2017 first, right? I, I, Fourth.
1: I agree. If You know, I, I own him, but. A I, fifth? I would take anything for him, basically. Yeah, Fourth, so fifth. So whatever's
0: the last round rookie pick sure. you have, take it. Yeah. And be like, thank you, sir. Absolutely. I, I mean,
1: especially to like the Eddie Lacy owner, if he doesn't have a handcuff and that's the only guy, like, go, go try to sell Nile Davis to that guy.
0: Even better. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Pretty common, simple strategy, right? Simpleton,
1: simpleton.
0: Um, uh, so like I said before, Dwayne Allen looks like he's gonna be out this week. Uh, yes. So come in, Jack, Jack Doyle comes in, and, and this is gonna be a really big week for Jack Doyle, who's already tight end number eleven.
1: Yeah, I mean he's obviously proven that he can do it. He can produce. So, um, without the um situation with Dwayne Allen also getting targets, um, that makes Jack Doyle an even better. Yeah, and plus it's, it's pretty
0: much just like T Y Hilton out there. Everybody else is kind of. I mean, Philip Dorsett just, we said it's him coming out on is rookie. Like, you do not want him. If you take him in your first round, your fantasy draft, rookie draft, then you're making a mistake. Right. He'll,
1: he'll have games here and there, but he's not a consistent guy that you want to rely on.
0: Correct. Um, so, Jack Doyle, he's got 55 fantasy points. Good for tight end 11. Uh, right above him is Kobe, Cody Fleamer, uh, Kobe Fleener, Dennis Pitta, Jimmy Graham, and Travis Kelsey. Those oh, guys all have 60 points.
1: Fleener's really been coming on lately, too. He had a slow start to the year. Big week last week. Right.
0: Well, that's what it said. He had to gain um, knowledge of the playbook, and they don't get that rapport. And remember, he's slowly going to start creeping up here. New Orleans has never not produced over the last, I think, like 10 years, a top seven fantasy tight end. Right. And Fleener is starting to come up. So if you do know you're in a tight end, maybe it's now the, is the time to go capitalize and try and grab on Fleener. Because um, the tight end situation right now is kind of murky. Even Delaney Walker is down below Jack. I mean, l- listen to the names behind Jack Doyle right now. He's tight end eleven. Jason Wynn, Gary Barnage, Delaney Walker, Jesse James, Dwayne Allen. Jason Wynn, Gary Barnage, Delaney Walker. Those are top, you know, from the last couple of years, top tight ends.
1: Right. Uh, while you're looking at that, um, the tight ends, because I don't have them up, uh, where, does, where does my guy Hunter Henry
0: come uh, in? He is number five. Number five. Number five. And this is the guy did even play first, like pretty much the first He
1: basically week. didn't produce like the first week or two at all. And he's coming in at number five. So he's he's really strung together a few nice games now. He's definitely shown that, you know, he's got the reception part of the game down. He blocks. He gives good effort in the blocking, in the running game, blocking and stuff. So he's staying on the field. And basically, the report that I read was, you know, Gates isn't 100%, but he's hoping that, he can at least be a decoy and open things up for other guys. And it's obviously working. Yeah. He looks
0: really good. I think we talked about this last week too, because we preached like this is why we had him in the first round of rookie drafts and why everybody gave us crap. Like I said last week, I think we're the only site website that had Hunter Henry in the first round of rookie drafts. And this is why, because he's producing, he's giving you really good numbers at a really hard position to get really good numbers. And, Again, he's tight end number five. So let's see where he finishes at the year. But when you get kind of numbers like that from a rookie Amazing. tight end, yeah, huge. That is like future superstar.
1: I mean, I've started. I'm. I got him in two leagues at the end of the first round, and I, I've been able to start him already. And and lot, he's really producing.
0: A lot of things like what Gronk showed early. Right. Uh, Jordan Reed right. showed early on his career so things along those paths as well. Um, Jordan Reed, he's got a concussion. He's out. We got to mention that as well. Uh, really, again, these are.
1: He, I, I just read it that he might be working his way back.
0: Which is this, good, this but still, it's still nerve wracking. I mean, like oh, Jordan yeah. Cameron's got a concussion right now. He's, he's contemplating his career. Right. He, has, Reed, he hasn't played in a few weeks. Yeah, and yeah. Cameron are kind of guys when they get a concussion, it's not like slight news, it's like major news. Right. It's no,
1: bad. I, I, I've had Jordan Cameron, um, you know, throughout the years. I, I drafted him as a rookie, and I contemplated cutting him this week because I'm like,
0: he, I i have him too and i honestly thought about cut, cut him as well
1: i'm like is he ever going to get back and even if he does like he's just one hit away from going he, down he, forever again he's so cuttable you I, can cut jordan Cameron right, safely. A, i mean i'm getting there like I, I i almost did but then i was able to make another move somewhere else so i didn't yeah he's, but he's so he's, 2014 he's, right he's like hanging on basically by a thread at the bottom of my roster
0: he falls in that category of like you know it's a hard position to even find talent at, as it is and he's a name like, don't mm. reason, like if his name was uh cameron jordan you're like this guy plays defensive end for the saints i don't i'm cutting them you know <laughs> right um so but jordan reed like do you think we all know jordan reed's elite he's a, he's arguably the number two overall dynasty tight end um you know greg olsen's destroying it right now he's got 112 points compared to martellus bennett who's number two with 83 points jordan reed should like jordan reed owners get out of Jordan Reed now? I mean, here, 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 one, another year, another concussion.
1: I think it depends on your tight end situation. If you have another guy that you can, um, you can kind of fill in the gaps with, then I say keep him. And you know what? When, when Jordan Reed's in, play him. And when he's out, fill in the gap with this other guy. But if, if you need to like blow up the situation, you got nobody, it might be a time to get out and get something more consistent.
0: So follow me here. Like, what do you think of, and this does not seem fair off the top of your head but this could be a long term play that may works out. Jordan Reed you're the, you own Jordan Reed, right you offer the hunter Henry owner Jordan Reed and because then you get something back as well um what do you, what do you what do you think in there what do you like you could probably, what you think because like if I can you right now, like you say you have Jordan, you have Hunter Henry, right right? And I'm like, hey dude, I'll give you Jordan Reed and you give me Hunter Henry in your 17th second. You would say, yeah, in a second don't you think? um now now i know you're now think of as not as you can know you and i we really like hunter henry i know you love him i'm not because you took him in the first round so to him he has first round value but in in the broad spectrum of the dynasty world don't you think most people like oh yeah yeah of course i'll give you hunter henry for a 17 second
1: yeah to me i feel like the long-term win there is the hunter henry side i think so too i mean obviously the long term yeah because i mean jordan reed's gonna get you more points probably in the next two years than hunter or he may. But, hey,
0: he's been healthy. He's only got 10 more points than Henry right now. Right, right. And he's in
1: his prime. Right. I mean, yeah, the short term is is probably going to be Jordan Reed though. And and but in the long term Maybe in the
0: long term it could be Jordan Reed too. It's just he is literally one concussion away from never playing again.
1: Yeah, and he's he's kind of one of those guys that gets nicked, nicked and injured and stuff like that too, so. Um, cuz you feel like cuz I think that's a good like a good move where
0: you're not even selling your team short. It looks like you're not getting good value, but you're getting a really good young tight end who is producing right away, Mm -hmm. who's going to be there producing for a long time because Antonio Gates is going to be done. So it's not like, you know, if you're a contender this year, it might hurt a little bit, but if not, it's not. it still might even hurt you that much, but it's not going to hurt you.
1: And to me, I I, I take another outside of um, factors as well, like who's throwing him the ball and, you know, like what's that guy's track record with throwing to the tight end. We all know that Phillip Rivers has and 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 will continue to love to throw to the tight end. That's kind of like his little. He, he's one of those guys that loves to throw to the tight end. As it, I mean, Jordan Jordan Reed, there. You know, he's got Kirk Cousins this year. We
0: don't even know Kirk Cousins is going to be there next right, year, right?
1: Exactly. I don't even know. It's kind of an up in the air situation. So I look at I look at this uh, San Diego as a much more stable situation for for any tight end, basically
0: yeah and I, I mean it's a good way to look at it as well too i think that's the way to go because if you could turn that second round piece into anything close that's good and you could probably honestly turn that second round pick into another tight end whereas again i think i don't know if you mentioned this last week or not but as i i've done a, i looked into a little bit of uh 17 stuff like right. throughout like mm-hmm. one of these days this week i had five seconds of free time and i looked at some 17 stuff and i'm like just i couldn't believe um no i was talking about it with some buddies and uh like how strong is like everybody's talking about the seventeen class, you know the receivers and these running backs and these running backs will be so good. This tight end class next year is going to be elite. Like elite to the goes back to the pro, you know the robin Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez, Jimmy Graham, and Jermaine Gresham class, which was about five years ago. This tight end class is going to be really, really good with Ingram, uh but OJ Howard. This class is going to be really good. There's going to be about five solid tight ends there's two potential NFL first-round pick at tight end right. this year in this class right. and two more second-round picks. So even if you do that trade as well, you can you can double up on that and get two tight ends on them. Like you're getting Hunter Henry and maybe you're getting, you know, and obviously not O.J. Hard, but maybe somebody of that caliber. You can right. get another really good tight end in the back end of that because that's how that's how deep this class is going to be. Nobody's done exemplary well in this class this year. Like, nobody's like, it's not like, oh, Leonard Fournette's just destroying everybody or Nick Chubb's run over everybody. And Corey Davis looks really good, but he's not destroying everybody. But still a really strong class. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that tight end position, and obviously we'll get this more to it offseason, has just been dominated. Yep. Um, so moving on off of tight ends, we talked about your boy Hunter Henry. Um, Hunter, H- Carlos Hyde.
1: Uh, yeah, Carlos Hyde's got the shoulder in a sling, basically, and it looks like he's going to miss this week so he's been ruled out
0: and just so happens they just told sean drone hey hey back seat mike (laughs) davis has got shotgun now okay right on you take your old your old keister and you get in the back seat there sean
1: so that so this is gonna be mike davis's week is what you're saying
0: yeah i mean mike mike davis has shown a little bit here and there
1: he's flashed in the pan but i mean in preseason he ripped off some some pretty big runs and uh he's a guy you know if you're in a a bi-week crisis or something like that and he's
0: he might be on your waiver wire he
1: might be on the waiver wire or you know even if he's just sitting on your bench or your taxi squad or whatever you know this might be a good week to promote him and play him
0: yeah i mean he didn't do anything really great last week he had five carries for 13 yards 2.6 but i mean right now that whole situation i know torrey smith had a big game um but count kaepernick still there still bad
1: yeah I'm, I'm by all means i'm not saying hey like Definitely start him. I mean, you know, start him if you have better options. It's like it's like if you don't have anything else, start Mike Davis.
0: Yeah, like if you had Eddie Lacy and Carlos Hyde right, and somebody else is on bye week and you're still waiting for Jamal Charles to come back, which isn't going to be until 2020, <laughs> uh, then you can start Mike Davis.
1: Jamal Charles actually produced last week.
0: Yeah, but not Spencer Ware produced.
1: No, but he at least... He came back. He produced. If you had him in your, your lineup, you didn't get completely killed. And
0: do you think uh, Jamal Charles will make Spencer Ware continue to be startable? Like, do it, you think that
1: helps Spencer Ware? Um, in what respect, I guess?
0: the like, Not like, being a man with all the carries of pressure uh, to come in there and spell him for those you, big plays.
1: You mean are they going to start Spencer Ware and have Jamal Charles come in and spell him? Or that, the other way around?
0: The other way around, probably. I, mean, well, I, I think i still think they're just kind of saving jc for like the end of the year that's what i think they're doing i feel like jc's gonna have one of those like monsters at the end like he's gonna be he's gonna have, if you have him on your bottom of your bench and you get to play like he's the kind of guy that comes in and helps yeah you
1: win. I, that's what i see as well
0: i hope i mean that's what i, I mean
1: spencer ware has already shown uh you know of he's fumbled three times so he's he's shown that he's been a little loose with the football this year Ooh, lucy goose i know um so I think, you know, they're just waiting. They're not, they're not like benching him for it. They're not like putting him down for it. But you know, if that kind of stuff continues, it's going to open the door even more for Jamal Charles, I, I, which I think it's, it's open either way. I think Jamal Charles is eventually going to get his job back yeah. this year, but I think Spencer Ware is a great hold going into the future. Oh
0: yeah. I mean, we, I mean we, but we've been saying that since last year right. in the off season, before he right. even signed his contract extension, we were talking about how we liked Spencer Ware and how he should get the contract extension. Um, more injury. Terrell Pryor's got a hammy, which has kept him out of like some preseason games.
1: Right. It, it's actually yeah, it is definitely an ongoing thing. That one even he had hamstring issues last year yeah. in the preseason as well, which they has always come all, back. Man. Yeah. So I mean, it's one of those things where they're gonna they're gonna keep coming up. It sounds like you know Coach Jackson says that he's hopeful that he's gonna play, which does not ever sound good. Like when a coach says, "I'm hopeful that they're gonna play," it's kind of like they think he's not going to play, but he, they hope he's going to play.
0: They hope that hammy's going to heal up. Right.
1: So, I, I, you know, that's not very good. <laughs>
0: I mean, he is playing in a city of champions, so that you never know. Um, Check out my new Twitter avatar. I changed my Twitter avatar today. Shout out to Mark in Michigan for doing that for me. Nice. Uh, went with, uh, you know, my old Twitter avatar is Coy Coleman. Right. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Josh Gordon. Then I switched over to my boy Sammy. Mm-hmm. Sammy's on IR, and, you know, so I was like, you know what, I need, I need his Twitter avatar to change. And I'm like, can I go with a Browns player? Yeah. I was like, I always want to if I can. Right. Uh, and I was like, you know, I'm going to go T-P-Z for Sheezy, Terrell Pryor. And I was like, no, I just can't yet. Where I like him, he's not signed. Yeah. I was like, I don't right. know Corey Coleman. And so I got Corey Coleman. I
1: saw there. Corey Coleman walking down uh, East 4th the other day. I was going to a tribe game.
0: You wave hello. I'm going get on the field.
1: It, it took me a second. And, I went, oh, and then he was gone.
0: Hey, go, uh, it's me,
1: Dynasty Matt. Yeah, he was walking right by, so.
0: That's probably like you too. Is like, oh, dude, I just saw Dynasty Matt walking down the street. Probably All going right. to Indians. I don't want to bother him. He's in his tribe gear.
1: Exactly.
0: Ooh, you know. Um. So yeah, shout out to Mark for my Twitter avatar. Check it out. And shout out to Matt for seeing Corey Coleman walking down the street. Holler. There he was, just walking down the street. What does he got? What is wrong with him again? Uh, his Broken hand. hand. Yep. <laughs> he he was gonna wave to you, but his arm was too heavy in the cast. Right. Exactly. Um. So yeah, Terrell Pryor, hand me, watch it. Just another. If, there's, if you're looking for another situation for a receiver in Cleveland, don't. I guess Ricardo Lewis is like the bona factor number two there. That guy's been dropping more balls uh, than,
1: than Will Fuller.
0: Oh, you dropped so <laughs> many balls. Kind of weird, like Rashard Higgins who can't get in there and play a little bit more.
1: I saw. I mean, I saw him get on the field. He made a nice catch. I think it was. No, he gets time, on
0: so the field, but it's, he's not like. It's like they're they're dead set on Ricardo Lewis being that guy, well, and it's kind of like he guy can't catch footballs.
1: Ricardo. Yeah, I was gonna say Ricardo Lewis is he's a better athlete than uh, Higgins. Oh, for sure. And, but he just has this unfortunate thing that he can't catch balls.
0: All right, boring people talking about the Browns. Yep. Um,
1: <laughs> Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben, man. Meniscus. He got his meniscus removed from his knee.
0: Is that what happened? Is that, I know they had the surgery. It was removed?
1: Yeah, that's actually a, a quicker turnaround than getting it repaired. Is wow. to just get it removed. Um, Did they
0: put it on ice for later? I, I think so.
1: Nice. No, they just they throw it oh. out. They just toss it. Go here. Ted
0: Williams, freeze it for the future.
1: No, nah, they just kind of smash it and throw it away like a frisbee.
0: Ask my wife, too, if I could get my head frozen instead of being buried.
1: What'd she say? No. That's weird.
0: Yeah, it's so selfish of her.
1: I know, honestly. Doesn't she want you to live forever?
0: Yeah, I'm like, just what if, like, what if, right. you know, in a thousand years, like, I just wake up and, you know, the br- like I'm like, my first question, like, what year is
1: it? They're like, uh, 22. Twenty-two sixteen. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a lock of my <laughs> hair. I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna freeze it in amber like they did with the dinosaur Ooh. things. So that way they can just they can remake me for awesome, my DNA. Matt. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's uh, two questions. All right. Um, what year is it? And how many Super Bowls <laughs> have the Browns won? Zero. <laughs> S- uh, zero point
1: zero. Who are the Browns?
0: <laughs> is that the team that moved again? Uh-huh. Um, so
1: Big Ben, there's, there's been some uh, different timelines, basically. For four to six weeks ju- is what they're saying. I've heard they say two to three, and then it came out later that it was four to six, and then they're saying two to three again. Anyway, because because I guess there was a... He he was also dealing with a bone bruise from last year, still that kind of hurt it more. That's why the four to six came out. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be. You know who knows? It could be till damn near the end of the year here before we see Big Ben again. Fantasy year, fantasy year, right?
0: Yeah, Um, and we'll see. I bet he comes back a little bit soon. He's a tough out there, tough guy. But I mean, we're still gonna see Antonio Brown produce, and we'll still see Le'Veon produce.
1: Right. I think. I think. It affects it obviously affects Antonio Brown's stock more than Levy. Oh, Bell's.
0: yeah, for sure. Totally going to see Sammy Coates take someone of a nose dive a little bit here.
1: right? I, I totally agree with that as well. Yeah, Sammy Coates just fell off the map.
0: What about Jesse James?
1: I think Jesse James is OK. I don't think he's going to have quite, well, quite the same numbers just because their offense isn't going to be prolific, as prolific as it was. But I think, you know, a six foot. Eight tight end is still going to be a nice little safety blanket for uh, Landry Jones. Well, the
0: only thing I'll close that on is take that, Colleen. Um, moving on, <laughs> uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick
1: is benched. Yeah, which is which is a weird situation. I'm not sure if like the. It seems like you know Geno Smith basically came out and complained to the media before yeah he before whining. last game that he he was be, that he wasn't getting playing time and then. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick did a Ryan Fitzpatrick thing and like wasn't was being pretty ineffective. And
0: and Todd Bowles said too, he's like, well, he's a backup and they should he's a backup for a reason.
1: Right. Bowles is like pissed about Geno Smith saying this stuff, but then he gives him playing time and then he starts him. So I'm not sure if he's just giving Geno Smith enough rope to hang himself. Dude, I don't know what TV show this is, but this sounds great. Um but because we all I I know that Geno Smith stinks. Um, I think Todd Bowles knows Geno you know, Smith uh-huh. stinks. I think he's just sending him out there just so he shuts up.
0: Now the real quarterbacks of New Jersey,
1: and here you go, kill your, kill your, um, any value you had on your free agency year. Go ahead and kill it.
0: Ooh, Todd Bowles thinking ahead. Yeah. Yeah, being so
1: a, being a total, you know,
0: I, I, I mean, like like Brandon Marshall's quote he was like, "Oh, you know, he, sometimes you know he seems that he sees adversity, and he punches it in the face or something." <laughs> like, but, I don't know what it was. I know, you know the punchline at the end of the it was like he punches it in the face. I'm like, you tell him, Brandon Marshall. Yeah, you tell him, Brandon. So it's just for Brandon. I don't know. She this this thing's this for is, Brandon Marshall. It's just a bad situation. It I mean, does. Eric Decker gets hurt out there. He's that's he's a, that's another
1: year. one that 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 popped up. He might not even be ready for the next start of next year which is he, crazy he had to get um a he had to get a hip surgery which which no one knew anything about
0: and a shoulder surgery so he
1: can't get the shoulder surgery until he's off the crutches from the hip so they have to wait on the shoulder surgery and now it's going to be to the point where he's he might be ready for the start of next year Ooh! so this is going to be a very long-term thing for a, a semi-older wide receiver
0: yeah i mean he's definitely at, i mean is this like a? maybe buy low in the off season on Eric Decker, just like to hope to get like one more year of production out of him. I mean, he's a, he's
1: a good player. He's, he's right now. He's 29. He'll be, he'll be 30, you know, going into next year.
0: So he's got a couple more years, but we we don't know who that quarterback is going to be on that team next year. They're probably going to draft a quarterback.
1: Well, they just drafted Christian Hackenberg.
0: Yeah. So like I said, they're probably going to draft a quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. You ever see Christian Hackenberg play football?
1: Well, I have a feeling we're gonna see Christian Hackenberg play football this year.
0: I mean, you're talking about Brandon Marshall's stock going down.
1: I mean, they're the the Jets are one and five right now. That's pretty awful. I mean, they're already switching quarterbacks. I am hundred percent well, I'm ninety eight percent sure Geno Smith's not gonna be the answer that that turns this thing around. I wish Wh- my football team was Which means five. what, they're gonna turn to Bryce Petty whose shoulder's all jacked up? Uh no, they're gonna have to go to Christian Hackenberg. I mean, unless unless Petty's shoulder is healed now. I'm not really sure hundred percent, but Either way. I remember Bryce Petty. Either way, Bryce Petty's not that great either. It's just like Brandon Whedon. It's just a matter of time until until they get to Christian Hackenberg this year. Oh, uh, and that I mean that doesn't bode well for anybody.
0: Every time I'm like, oh, thank god I'm not like I it always like hits me in the face. I'm like, oh, think I'm not a Jets fan right now. And I'm like, I'm a Browns fan. Yeah,
1: it's just as bad. It's worse. I mean Oh, it's
0: always yeah, of course it's
1: worse.
0: It's always worse.
1: Yeah. But
0: here in the city of Champions, we got the Indians and the Cavs. Um Anybody else get hurt this week? No, no, maybe, no, maybe. I don't know. I
1: mean, there there have been a lot. We probably missed one or two here.
0: Let's talk about a couple guys maybe uh, you can capitalize and get some value out of, shall we? I.E., Matt Jones.
1: Matt Jones had a big week. Who? Matt Jones. Matt
0: Jones had 135 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. This turd, Ferg, did something. He did, man. I would sell, 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 sell. I mean, we've only been, sell- we said sell all the other times. I was on ESPN show. Ever- every time somebody brought up his name, should I start Matt Jones? I said, no. Like, he has a good matchup. Like, I don't care. This guy's terrible. I mean, he came out and did well, but I don't care that he did well. I still wouldn't have started him. I won't start him next week either. I'm selling this guy for some sandwiches.
1: Yeah, you're, you're just, I'm, I'm higher on him than you are, obviously. I, I owned him in one league. Um,
0: you owned him, as in past tense, as of when, 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 as, when's the last time you owned him?
1: Uh, I actually still currently own him. The trade has not gone through, but. (laughs) I
0: got the email notification. Um, I'm like, look at you, you suave mother.
1: Well, you know, the guy needed a running back. I was looking for a wide receiver, and it was a match made in heaven.
0: Yeah, so so somebody's looking for a running back right now. You just knock on the door. Wow. Hello, sir. (laughs) <laughs> you're in the mood for a running back. Uh-huh. How would you like a running back that just ran for a buck 35 and a touchdown? Yeah. No need to answer. Cause I know you're in the mood for a quarter running back that runs that many yards. Mm-hmm. That's that's more yards than Eddie Lacey and big Ben combined.
1: Oh man. So yeah, there's your cheap salesman uh, <laughs> act for the, for the week.
0: Um, I mean, obviously then a good time to get out for Matt Jones, right?
1: Um, for, for me, it was, you know, it was a perfect timing. Uh, um, I was, you know, the season started off a little rocky, so my confidence was a little bit shook in him. And um, now that he's he's strung together a few good weeks here. A few um, good
0: weeks? What are you talking about? He averaged 2.2 2 yards the week before.
1: Um, I didn't say in a row. Okay. I, I said he's strung together a few weeks here throughout the the, the, the Listen, the if Matt Jones was
0: an ice cream, then this rocky road would be a good situation <laughs> to be a part of. But it's, he's not, okay? Take Rich's advice and go ahead and sell Matt Jones for – I mean, there's no reason you can't get a 17 second for Matt Jones today, right?
1: Um, yeah, no, you absolutely should. Yeah, you should be able to get a 2017,
0: and you should today. take that 17 second,
1: no matter what. So, like, I mean, so he's put together like a 13 and a half, 13.5, a 21.8, and a 19.5. It just happened to be every other week. So, yeah, he's a hard guy to like count on every single week. But now that he's done it a few times, I think he's established himself in in other people's eyes, you know, as a guy that that they'd want
0: yeah so you're saying he's worth more than a 17 second no gotta, like, not gotta, really like, no, I'm, I'm
1: just saying it's a good time to sell
0: i got approached with a whole bunch of offers i know uh chad parsons from uth and we're in a uh, writer's league together and he approached me with, like a whole bunch of uh matt jones offers like an all like ridiculous offers and jordan howard offers too and i just kept going
1: nope 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 let's talk about that jordan howard thing a little bit um I mean, Kadim Carey comes in and, and basically outperforms him this week. Yes, for the fr- I mean, Kadim Carey he had a, if you guys didn't know, he's he like pulled his hamstring in, like I think week two or something like that. It was really early in the year and finally got back and basically came out came in and outproduced him. And the thing that the thing about that I'm not saying hey, um, Kadim Carey is better than Jordan Howard. The thing that the way that I'm seeing it is it's an ugly situation all around because it's Jordan Howard one week, it's Kadim Carey the next week. Langford's going to come back and, and we, I mean, you and I both agree that we don't like Langford, but it's one of those things where I think that they're going to go with whoever the heck in that game is doing well. And for fantasy purposes, that's, you know, you're, you're closing your eyes and throwing throwing a dart at the board. Can't win that way. You have no idea which one you're going to hit or who's going to be the guy that week. So, I mean, for me, that's, that's one of those things until this gets cleared up by either injury or a guy coming out on top. In this situation, which I don't think is going to happen this year, you and know? there was,
0: i mean, there was Rumblings and want... carry like when it was warmer out. So it's his name has been there. Like I said, he had that pull handy. So now he's coming in the mix. He just rushed for nine for uh, fifty yards. So right. that's—it's that's pretty good, at, like five point six per carry. And Jordan Howard came out. Take, he had a touchdown, but he only had ten carries for thirty-one yards. So he wasn't overly impressive right. as well. He's a north-south runner, not extremely elusive. Not really my cup of tea. I, I think I, said, I said, said that throughout the whole rookie process as well. So Jordan Howard, to me, I, I understand why people, I'm getting all these offers for Jordan Howard or like people trying to make those offers because I would be doing the same thing. But right. apparently those people aren't listening to the podcast. So I'm the one that's saying, hey, make those offers. Get out from this guy. Sell,
1: yeah. Or maybe they are. They just didn't realize they're selling, trying to sell them to you.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, we we we. I can't say this enough. The future Dolphins running back, the future Bears running back, they're in. They're playing in college.
1: Future indie running back. I mean, there's they're playing like, in college. Yeah, there there are quite a few yeah. openings.
0: I got a question on Twitter, and somebody said, "Hey, can you give me um, a couple guys who are backups now, or that don't get all, a lot of carries? They're going to be future viable options. I might be able to trade for." And I was like, "Well, Kent Dixon, you know, was the first one that came to mind." I was like, "I like Kent Dixon still." Right. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, "No," like I was like, "No." And I run it back. I was like Kent Dixon. I was like, honestly, the rest um, are likely playing in college. there's going to be a huge influx next year of these guys just getting kind of weeded out. There's going to be a lot of names that we know, people like, not even Niall Davis, but guys like Jeremy Langford and Matt Jones are just going to kind of get weeded out and be, in three years, we're not even going to remember who they were.
1: I mean, I think we mentioned Charles Sims a few times because he's, he's technically a backup. Now he's on IR, but you know, I think he's a guy that he's going into his free agency year. He might find a job next year as a starter. I mean, he's one of those guys. He falls, yeah, he falls in that category. He falls in that category. I just not
0: remember if he was a free agent next year or if next year is his last year of his rookie contract.
1: No, I, be- I believe. Uh, I'll have to look that up, man.
0: Yeah, because I thought next year is his last year of his rookie contract, but I could be wrong, too. Okay. I mean, I am wrong. Almost, I'll look it up right now. Every couple months. Right. Um so another guy did really well was Kendall Wright eight versus the Browns eight for one thirty three and a touchdown had a really really nice full extension catch.
1: Um, yeah, he actually did look really good. I have been kind of down on him just because the coaching staff seemed down on him. He wasn't. Um, really, oh yeah, they were mad at him. Really getting getting with the program. Um, but it seems like he's probably their most talented wide receiver. Obviously, he came in. Granted, this was against a very depleted and beat up Brown secondary. Very so depleted. Uh, it's kind of hard to say. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to put it in perspective. Going against just, just the Browns, back it's the so fir- yeah, it's the, his first game back. He played it's like, a situation, and they have played, no competition. He played like less than thirty percent of the snaps. Like he's not even up to full game speed yet, or anything like that. And he still did that. So, I mean, it's impressive. But at the same time, the Browns secondary is so bad, yeah, like
0: him, I said. Him, I mean, again, he just came back. He had a really good game. Situation to monitor. Maybe he's a guy you can make a small play for. Uh, Kenny Britt had a really good game, too. You know, Kenny Britt right now is a wide receiver, too. Killing it. Just yeah, killing
1: he, it. Yeah, he it's, it's crazy to think that you know him and Case Keenum are you know putting together this nice little duo of, of you know I guess not duo because it's just really... Kenny Britt's the one that you want, not not the case Keenum, but um it, yeah. Let yeah. me give
0: you some names that uh Kenny Britt has more fantasy points than. Okay, right. all right. Lay it on me. Uh Brendan Cooks, okay. Jordy Nelson, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey. He's no. tied with Demarius. Yeah,
1: those are some big those are some big names for sure. Um, big time. Uh obviously his best years are behind him, but he's he's putting together a pretty nice start to this year and he's somebody that's probably off most people's radars as far as like a big name. So maybe you'll be able to cheap cars cheap uh
0: car salesman tactic on cheap, that one.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, go out there and get Kenny Britt for that. Like if you need a wide receiver for a push, right. go out there and get that. Maybe get uh you offer Jordan Reed, you can get Kenny Britt and Hunter Henry if those if that's a perfect world and to have both players.
1: Right, right. Um just to go back to that Charles Sims, this is his third year, so he does have another year in his yeah,
0: okay. Um Speaking of tight ends that we were just talking about, C.J. Fedorowicz with another really good week, uh, six for 85 and a touchdown. I know you mentioned either last week or a week before that, hey, watch C.J. Fedorowicz. Right. Because now that Bill O'Brien has taken over the offensive pass calling duties here, um, or offensive coordinator duties, that he likes to utilize the tight end, and this could be really good news for Fedorowicz. And so far, you're looking really smart on that comment.
1: Well, thank you very much. Um, he's a guy that I, I kept a particularly close eye on, um, you know, since his rookie year i drafted him so i had an eye on him to begin with and he had hadn't done much of anything to be honest but i remember the game tape and, and you know he showed that he could be uh you know above average pass catcher so um it just took him a little bit of time this is one of those guys that's he's it's his third year this is the perfect time for a tight end to kind of break out and do some things and and here he is he's in a good offense that the you know the offensive coordinator slash head coach is calling plays for the tight ends and he's making them. So
0: yeah, I like to see where he's going to finish on the year because of this, and he's still young. So he's a viable out. If Bill O'Brien keep his job, right. It might just be not just this year, but a, a play going forward where you have a nice mid six to eight tight end right around there. Yep. Um, I know I mentioned before the show too, I know we're going to do a little bit shorter. So I kind of want to wrap this up because my eyes are heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned Zeke Elliott. I was kind of saying in jest before, it's like, you know, I said in the beginning of the year, that zeke elliot i made a case for being the number one overall dynasty running back before he ever took a snap and i got a lot of slack for that on twitter and now i'm just going how do you like me now <laughs> um which is still it's it's opinionated okay david johnson levy bell zeke elliot rank them for me um are those your top three y-
1: yes Okay, rank them for me. Zeke, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell.
0: So you would have Zeke as the number one overall dynasty running back. Yes, me too. And I'd, I'd go. I'd rank in the exact same order. Um, where David Johnson, he, he looks terrific.
1: He looks great. And the only reason you know you bump Le'Veon down is just the off the field crap, man. And injuries. And injuries, and yeah, it's, it's just availability type of things. And those other two guys have obviously haven't been in the league as long. So it's, you know, they don't have as much of a track record, but from what I've seen, you know, amazing stuff from Zeke so far. looks exactly like he did in college, which so is so good, which is crazy one. to think. Um and David Johnson looks unbelievably
0: good as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. If you said, hey, I'm taking David Johnson number one overall, I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't be like, right. oh, you, you foolish guy. Right.
1: I mean, if that's your topic you know your cup of tea then that's your cup of tea like you you can't go wrong basically with either one of those guys
0: yeah I'm, I'm just going with the guy that i know who's young super young not like david johnson who's only a second year uh who's extremely elite and should only get better mm-hmm. this is guy that's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be i mean if he keeps this up he's gonna be a hall of famer and,
1: and look at the guys that are in front of him too i mean the cowboys have a, an amazing offensive a young amazing offensive line that's going to be around for a long time and,
0: I mean, front of we always we, we went back to the running back code um, and saying you know the hashtag two to three year window and only certain running backs exceed those Zeke is one of those guys that will exceed that and have When we look back saying well this guy had a running back one numbers for mm-hmm. eight nine times right. one of those really elite guys like those Adrian Peterson guys right that's everything that we said in the offseason is coming to fruition uh, even then some so yeah me too I think Zeke is a number one overall fantasy running dynasty running back i think david johnson's up there um looks it looks good to see Shady mccoy is the number two overall fantasy running back he still looks really good out there in buffalo but some of these guys are gonna start dropping mean, to marco murray's number three right now we'll see how long that can hold up melvin gordon's number five even though all his production's coming from the red zone really right melvin gordon's having a really good fantasy year but he's not even like a overall stupendous football year. I agree. but he's getting he's getting way better, but it's all these touchdowns are really helping him. They,
1: right, he's he's very touchdown dependent at this point, which is weird to say because you wouldn't think Melvin Gordon would be a touchdown dependent guy. Um but hey, they got rid of I mean not they didn't get rid of Woodhead, but Woodhead went down with an injury. They really don't have another guy there. That's um amazing. So, you know, he's getting most of that stuff. He's getting uh the goal line stuff. So yeah, as he's, a Melvin, ca- he's cashing he's cashing him in though.
0: As a Melvin Gordon owner, it's something I'm really paying close attention to because <laughs> it's just a, something where I need to see, because when he came in, it was that big play threat that you always want to see, and you don't see a lot of those you from him now.
1: You haven't seen it, yeah. So
0: it's kind of one of those situations where, okay, if Melvin Gordon finishes a top five running back, he's super young, and I don't see him those big plays that I do want to see, and I, and I see at the end of the year he's touchdown dependent, he might be somebody that I feel like I can get out from under going into this offseason. Like, let us settle in. Let the numbers speak for themselves. Not let people see with their eyes. And they look back a wow, while. You know, Melvin Gordon, he's young. He's a young right. running back. I need those, need those guys. Those guys, those guys, he, guys, he fin- finishes running back number four overall. Because he's behind Zeke, and he's right behind DeMarco and LaShawn. So let's see where he can stay, if he stays healthy there. I feel like the numbers will allow me to get maybe, like, a 17, like a high 17 draft pick. Right. Maybe, maybe I can get in that draft class and somebody's like, you know, I like Nick Chubb a lot and he, he's really good. He's going to the Jets, but uh, he's, he's offering me Gordon, he's, he's proven. It might be something I might be able to gamble on.
1: I agree. You know, Melvin. that, so that would just, be, that would be a good play. If that plays out for the rest of the year,
0: it's just something I'm kind of paying attention to. Cause yeah. right now, I mean, those points are, are deceiving.
1: I agree. So, and they can't be relied on year to year either. Cause there's no way to know with a, you know, with Woodhead coming back, whether he's going to get all those touchdowns next year. And you know, his perceptions might go down and stuff like that. um, I did want to make a couple of notes about the week, like the games this yeah. week. You know, the Thursday matchup, you're gonna to want to. I mean, more it's so clear. than you, more so than usual. You know, there's not a lot of guys that you're gonna to want to play in that Thursday night game. It's 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 always a bad. I game. mean, obviously, you're gonna go with Aaron Rodgers and you're gonna go with Jordy Nelson. I beyond that, I'm not really sure who you want to play in this game. Alshon Jeffrey, you'll probably start just because you
0: Cameron Meredith.
1: Cameron Meredith, uh, yeah, I guess. Um, but they're dogs dog with fleas, man. Those Thursday night games are terrible.
0: They're uh, yeah, they're consistently terrible. And then, the NFL's got to
1: do something about them. They really do. They gotta. They have to eliminate them. They're terrible. Um, and then there's the London game. Uh, the the Giants versus um Los Angeles is nine thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So just keep an eye out for it.
0: Look for Odell to have a big game because he's a he's a diva.
1: He busted out last week though, man. Bust on that net. Um he he might have married the net he had like 222 yards or something. That it was, was gross yeah and two touchdowns i think
0: i mean julio just shrugged his shoulders yeah julio speed. was
1: like whatever dude did you get 300 uh, no, i don't want to hear about it dude um but so odell that's two weeks in a row he's he's found the end zone which is great if you're an odell uh owner like i am uh and he really i mean he single-handedly won me a game basically this week so. Yeah, I got love
0: that, right? That's yeah. what, and that's what guys That's what that's do. what
1: you you've you've come to like, you know, you've come to be used to that kind of stuff. Do you have any more news though.
0: and notes you want to go over? Uh,
1: that was real quick, man. That was, that was, it? was okay. it. Yeah.
0: Cuz I'm just trying to get out of the show because I got to go to bed.
1: I know. I can see your <laughs> eyes. They're drooping and they're about to close. Um,
0: I want to give a shout out to everybody that joined the Nerd Herd Thank you. Uh, this yeah. past week and made donations to the site. The donation page is uh if you want to contribute to the site, there's a top right of the website website, remember? The Nerd herd's only going to grow. It just started. We had a lot of people join mm-hmm. and donate. Uh, if you donate, a do- say you just donate a dollar this month, then you're qualified for the prize this month for that right. $1. Absolutely. Um, if you donate $10, you're qualified for the next 10 months. If you donate $12, you're qualified for the whole year. I got to get an Excel sheet and get this kind of printed out so I can monitor everybody. True statement. But literally all it takes is a dollar to enter. I know at the end of this month, we are doing a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt giveaway. If you're in the Nerd Herd, remember. We're
1: going to keep it basic for this first month, and then we're going to let that grow kind of as the, the pot grows, I guess.
0: Yeah. and I said, the more people that join in yeah. the Nerd Herd, we can go start giving us stuff away every single week. Right. And we're You know, we'll start reaching out to some people, too. Maybe they want to, like, they just give us something to give away, and we'll kind of pimp their stuff for a little bit. Like, hey, um, you know, Audi is the best car in the world, and this week, we're giving away a brand new 2016 Audi to somebody in the Nerd Herd.
1: That would be awesome.
0: Oh, um, wow. Rich, Rich Dotson won
1: It the might, murder God. It might take a little bit of time before we get to the Audis.
0: <laughs> Ashley Dotson won the Audis. Weird. Addy, ad, hey, babe, uh, donate a dollar to the website. I'm <laughs> not giving you a dollar, husband. Just give me a dollar for the website. Trust, trust me, wink. Why are you winking at me, pervert? All right, I'm sorry. Wait, what's that word called? That was
1: a one-sided conversation between you and your fake wife right there. That no, but
0: that's but That's how it would go down in real life, though. <laughs> that's the conversations we would have. Mm-hmm. Probably except for the pervert. No, she probably would call me a
1: pervert.
0: Stuff happens. Hey, man.
1: Um, so, yeah, that's the way it, to join the murder. Call a spade a <laughs> spade.
0: So, again, if you're wondering what the Nerd Herd is, we just started it. It's a way that you can help out the site and make the site better. So we bring in new writers, new rankers, and take everything to the next level. Our goal over here over the next couple months is to figure out a way to take the website to a whole nother level and make it better, which in turn makes it better for you, and better stuff for the podcast, and not have shorter podcasts like tonight's podcast. So as simple as a dollar donation get you in for the prize of the Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. Next month we might give away two things. Who knows? Who knows? Let's people get, have been donating generously, some this of these could people. could get crazy. People love us.
1: I oh, love that. We love you guys.
0: So uh, thanks, guys. Uh, remember, you can always follow me on Twitter for any questions where I'm more lively. It's at Dynasty Rich.
1: And I'm at Dynasty Matt.
0: Uh, you can follow us site at Dynasty Nerds. Make sure if you really want to support the podcast in a free way as well, make sure you get on iTunes and give us a rating and review. It's the best way to get your feedback from you. I like to read those um we are one of the top ranked uh dynasty podcast how does that make you feel
1: uh amazing
0: well i will you know more if you give us a rain review so i can read your feedback unless you tell us we suck and then i'll say hey Matt, look somebody said we sucked
1: you do share those with me as well
0: yeah that'd be cold-blooded <laughs> um and then uh congrats i didn't add up the time if you were in the september madness finals we had two of those uh we did manually add up the end of those so i have to add those up i'm sorry to haven't time yet but somebody won 800 bucks and somebody won 200 bucks.
1: All right, congratulations, somebody and somebody.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell their names <laughs> next week. I just didn't have time. The, I'm just kidding. Between the Indians in the playoffs, work, and the website, I have 0. 0.0 free minutes.
1: Well, somebody and somebody has the money coming to them, and that's all that yeah, matters. Yeah, somebody won 800 bucks. Heck yeah.
0: But I know, like, the September Madness 3.0 was, like, a huge cluster F, like, all the way around, just, like, people complaining and getting through, because it started up late in the season. Right. They didn't realize we had the draft, and it takes time to draft, in. Everything, so we probably won't be starting September Madness up again until next year. Okay. Hey, it was fun. Yeah, sure. It was awesome. I didn't win. Did you it, win? I didn't win. Nope. Son of a bee. I know. All right, well, speaking of bees, we'll be back next week. Next week, for the next two weeks, if it sounds a little pre-recorded, so we're going to record on Monday and Monday.
1: True statement. Why yeah.
0: are we recording on Mondays? World Series. Oh, that's right. Our baseball team's in a World Series. Yeah, yeah. Hey, is the World Series good? Is that like the best of the best?
1: I heard that's the, the pinnacle. of the baseball world.
0: And pinnacle means the top, right? The very top. Ooh, the peak.
1: The tippity-top.
0: The tippity-tippity-top.
1: All right, enough of this nonsense. Hey,
0: well, if we we lose the World Series, this might not be a podcast, I might be in the corner crying.
1: (laughs) We'll both be crying. All right. And nobody wants to hear that. We'll be back next week. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to
0: the Dynasty Nerds fantasy football podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.